You're tuned in to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. We're so thankful that you're here. Are you feeling left out in today's world? Do you feel like God doesn't hear your prayers? A lot of people feel like that, and we're going to talk about why that's not really true. In fact, it is a plan and assignment of the enemy to make you feel like God has overlooked you. He's forgotten about you. He's not answering your prayers. And this is why we're going to talk about this from a biblical perspective today, because I believe a lot of you need to hear this. I just believe there's a lot of discouraged people out there right now as we look at the state of affairs in our world, as we look at the situation that Christians, Bible-believing Christians, are dealing with in this culture, you can feel overwhelmed. And I know that because everywhere I go, people tell me, Pastor, I'm down. I feel beat down. I feel weary. I feel like God's not answering my prayers. So is this you? Have you felt like this at times? Well, then you've tuned in the right broadcast today because I believe the Lord wants to speak on this. So let's go ahead and pray before we get into today's broadcast. So Lord, I just want to thank you for this time that we have together. I pray that you would anoint it, that I would speak from your heart and from your mouth, in other words, Lord, and not from my own, uh, that you would give me an unction of your spirit, that you'd sanctify me today. And I just thank you for every precious person that's listening right now, whatever situation that they're in in their life, I pray that they would be encouraged today, they'd be strengthened in their faith, and that, Lord, you would use these words to exhort and encourage them in such a way that they are set up for success. We just give you the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so let's get into this today uh, because I've been there, by the way. I've been there, and I think this is a, a sure plan of the enemy. It's a sure plan of the enemy. You know, in the journey of life, it's, it's not uncommon to experience feelings of being left out, forgotten, or overlooked. Uh, These emotions can arise in various aspects of our lives, in fact, and relationships, careers, even within our faith. However, we as Christians, we can find solace in the knowledge that God never forgets about us. In in today's broadcast, we're going to explore the concept of feeling left out from a biblical perspective and understand why God's love and attention are unwavering even in the darkest moments. So number one, God's unchanging love. You need to know about God's unchanging love because the foundation of understanding God's unwavering attention lies in recognizing his unchanging love for us. You know, in the Bible, we're reminded that God's eternal love and faithfulness in Jeremiah 31, 3, it says this, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. God's love's not conditional, nor does it fluctuate based on our circumstances or emotions. Regardless of how we may feel, his love remains the same. A lot of us have a hard time receiving love because of our childhood or upbringing or situations where maybe we've been in a household where there was divorce or uh, there was uh, family members that were rude or mean or uh, abusive even. And so a lot of us have come out of broken homes. And I want you to understand that there's more people that deal with this than not. In other words, there are a lot of people that came out of healthy homes, but there's more people that have come out of broken homes. So if that's who you are, it's not going to define you for the rest of your life. 
But that's why we have to acknowledge and find the root of some of these things. And many of us deal with an issue of actually receiving God's love because we were self-sabotagers. What do you mean, Pastor Todd? Well, we self-sabotage because we, we want to protect ourselves. And so we've, we've built walls around our heart. And a lot of times this has to do with the fact that because of past situations like abuse or something that you've walked through, it's almost like PTSD, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder. It's almost like that because what happens is you build walls around yourself because of certain relationships that have hurt you. And so you want to, it's a self-protection mechanism where you feel like, you know what, since I've been hurt before, I don't want to open myself back up to being hurt again. So I'm going to close myself off. You do this with people. I know a lot of people in relationships, they self-sabotage. What do I mean? Well, I mean, you know, something's going really good and it's going almost too good for them because they're, they're just waiting for something to happen. And so in order to uh, get ahead of that, what they end up doing is ending the relationship or doing something that really sabotages a great relationship because they're worried that they're going to, their, their heart's too open and that they're going to get hurt or they're going to get burned. So they, they, it's, it's like instead of waiting for something bad to happen, they just get ahead of it and self-sabotage, and, and many people do that. And you may not even realize it. In fact, if you're, if you're having issues with relationships in your life and you haven't dealt with this or you haven't even acknowledged that you're somebody that deals with relational issues, then I think today this is going to help you because the thing is is that I've been burned a lot in the ministry as a pastor, and I'm going to tell you, I've made mistakes over the years. I, I'm very open and admit that. I'm not perfect. Uh, no one is. And all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so I think a lot of pastors get caught up because they want to put on a persona that they're so perfect that they, they can't even admit where they've made mistakes. But all Christians, all of us, everybody needs to admit that we make mistakes. And then we have to evaluate ourselves. We have to self-evaluate and say, okay, what can I do better? What can I learn from this experience? I made a mistake, but let's make this a teachable moment. And uh, let's go back to the self-sabotage again. So if you notice yourself having a hard time with relationships, maybe it's because you're self-sabotaging and you don't even realize it. And this is where I believe the Lord wants to heal you in this area is that it, good things are, it's okay to have good things happen. I know that you've been burned. I know that things have happened in your past, maybe even your childhood where now you've put up walls, but let's, let's just pray today and believe that God will tear down those walls as we allow him to do so. You know, the Lord said something to me a while back. He said, trust again, trust again. Now, so what do you mean, Lord? Todd, you've got a problem with trust. You think everybody's going to burn you because you've had situations where so many people have over the years. You now think, you, you just think everybody's going to do that. Now, I do apply what Ronald Reagan used to say, trust but verify. I think it's important that we, we look at a person's fruit and we get to know them. You don't just give them the keys to the kingdom right away. You got to make sure that they deserve your trust. They warrant your trust. And that takes time sometimes. So that's wisdom. But there's a difference between wisdom and just putting a wall up to where you don't trust anybody and you think everybody's going to burn you. And therefore, you just walk around completely walled up. And that's what a lot of people are doing. And so if you have that issue, you're going to also have an issue with accepting God's love. Because God's love is unconditional, and he offers us the, the agape, the most powerful love there is available in this, in this world. It's God's love. It's an unconditional, unwavering love. And it's even in the darkest of moments. And so the foundation of understanding God's unwavering attention lies in recognizing his unchanging, his unchanging love for us. 
in the Bible were reminded of God's eternal love and faithfulness. In fact, in Jeremiah 31, 3, it's written, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I've drawn you with unfailing kindness. See, God's love is not conditional, nor does it fluctuate based on our circumstances or emotions. Regardless of how we feel, his love remains steadfast. So powerful, so powerful. God's awareness and presence, God's awareness and presence. When we feel left out or forgotten, we may question whether God is aware of our struggles. However, scripture assures us that God's fully aware of our circumstances and is present with us. In Psalm 139, one through two, it says, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. See, God's omniscience encompasses every aspect of our lives. He knows our thoughts. He knows our joys. He knows our pains. He knows our struggles. He knows what we long gaze at. He knows where we're going to get ourselves into trouble. God wants to fix every broken area in our life. God wants to fix every broken behavior, every broken pattern, every area of wound and hurt and doubt. And I think one of the biggest problems right now in the, in the body of Christ is we have a lot of insecure Christians. And insecurity is a root. It's a root of fear. It's a root of fear. And the, and the Bible says, what place does fear have with love? Perfect love casts out fear. Yet many saints are walking around fearful and therefore, they're walled up. And because of that, they have had a hard time understanding and even opening themselves up to God's love. And if as a Christian, here's the thing now, okay, I'm going to tie this all together. If as a Christian, we can't receive God's love, then we're not going to be able to exude God's love. I'm going to say it again. As a Christian, if we're not able to receive God's love, we're going to have a very hard time showing God's love to others. And this is the problem. Somebody that's listening right now, you're, you're getting a breakthrough right now. I feel it in the spirit because no one's ever explained it like this. We asked the Holy Spirit to speak to us on today's broadcast. If you're having relational issues with other people, there's a good chance you have relational issues with God. Now, I'm going to tell you, 99% of the population probably has relational issues. We're in a very broken world. We've been trained to have relational issues. It's literally being pushed by the mainstream media. It's being pushed by Hollywood. They're, they're telling uh, you know, alternative lifestyles that are never intended by God. And they're pushing those on our people. They're pushing us on ourselves, us, if we listen to it. So we're gonna break some chains today, folks. We're gonna break some chains. I believe there's an anointing on the broadcast today. Stay tuned, pastortodd.org. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Todd Coconado Show. We're so thankful that you tuned in today. I really believe the Lord is, is moving. I really felt like his presence was there in that first segment. I think some people that are listening today are really going to get a breakthrough because you've been wondering, you've been wondering why you have such a hard time in the area of relations, relationships. And uh, what we're doing is we're getting to the root of this. There's because there's, a, there's some type of wall that's up. And if you have that wall up, it's probably, in many cases, going to be hard for you to receive God's unchanging love for you. Because God's unchanging love is so powerful. And if you embrace it, it'll make you weep. It literally, I weep over this sometimes because 
I just think of how good God is and what he's done in my life. And he saved me and he set me free, healed me, delivered me. But I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna tell you again, I'm not perfect. None of us are. But we're all working out this, this faith journey. We're all walking it out, in other words. We're walking it out. And God is with us every step of the way. And he hasn't uh, ignored us. He's not ignoring your prayers just because they may not have been answered yet doesn't mean he's ignoring them. He's actually working on you and he's working on whatever it is you're praying about. He, he's outside of the constraints of time. He doesn't, he, don't, he doesn't worry about time. He's worried about our soul. That's what he cares about and the, and the hearts and souls of others. And when we, when we can embrace his love and understand it to the best of our human capacity, then we are able to effectively exude his love to others. And this is so important because if you see a mean-spirited Christian, they're, they're not embracing God's love. They're not walking in God's love. They're angry. They're, they're speaking things out of their heart that are, that are mean-spirited, that are angry, they're hurtful. That's not the love of Christ. So we were talking about God's awareness and presence. And I'm going to read it again. When we feel left out or forgotten, we may question whether God is aware of our struggles. However, Scripture assures us that God is fully aware. Get this. Fully aware of your circumstance and present with you now. In Psalm 139, 1 through 2, again, it says, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know where I sit and when I rise. You, you perceive my thoughts from afar. Your omniscience encompasses every aspect of our lives. He knows our thoughts, our joys, and our pain. That part about the omniscience, that's my notes. That's not the scripture. But the scripture validates that. It validates that. God's promise of, of including us in eternity. You know, the Bible is, is, is uh, replete with promises of God's inclusion for his children. I'm not talking about the woke inclusion. I'm talking about the fact that he loves us. In Isaiah 41.10, God assures us, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I'm your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Now, these words remind us that even when we feel left out or excluded by others, we're not alone. God is with us offering strength, support, and comfort. And may I just add that rejection is God's protection. If you've been feeling left out or passed over, don't feel that way. It's a lie from the pit of hell. If, you, if you're comparing yourself to others, if you're comparing yourself to other people's ministry, to, to other people's lives, their marriage, their jobs, whatever, you are doing yourself a great disservice because you don't need to do that. You don't need to compare yourself to them. God's got a different plan for them than he has for you. It's a good plan, just like it is for you. And, and your, your, your path may not look like what that other person's path looks like. You know, a lot of people today, they're really worried because they say, uh, you know, why is that person prospering? Why is that person getting all these open doors? You know, in ministry, I see this a lot. There's jealous ministers. Why? What are you jealous about? You have a different course than that person. God's taking you on a different journey than that person. You don't need to fear. You don't need to compare. Don't covet the other person's life. You don't know what goes on behind the scenes in their life. It may look so good. I know social media, everything looks so good. Everybody's doing so great. Oh, wow. Look at their marriage. It's, un you know, they're so in love. And I hope they are. You don't wish bad upon anybody. But I'm just going to tell you as a pastor, about at least half the time, when you get a couple or whoever it is behind closed doors, 
it's a lot different than it looks publicly on Facebook, okay? Let's just be real. There's things that you would never even imagine that that couple's dealing with. Everybody deals with something. This is what the enemy is really trying to mess with our minds with in this hour because he wants you to feel like your prayer is not heard. Why is it that your prayer is not heard? See, the enemy, do, he does this to you. He'll say, well, look at that person. Why is their prayer being answered and your prayer not? Have you ever felt like that? Like you're insignificant or small or you're just looking at everybody else. It just seems like everybody else is prospering and doing just great. You know what the Lord said to me recently? I'll share something with you. He said, could you imagine if, if tomorrow, he just, he put this on my heart. He said, if tomorrow all the people that are getting all these high amounts of money in ministry stop getting it, how many of those people would continue to serve me, Todd? And I thought about it. I said, probably a lot of them would stop because their, their, their motive is not kingdom. Their motive is building their kingdom. Oh yeah, they've learned really talented, eloquent speeches and it looks real good and they put on a whole persona and, and smoke and mirrors, but a lot of these people inside are struggling and they don't even have the kind of relationship that they're portraying. Now, again, there's a lot of real Christians out there. I just want, I want to make sure I make this very clear. I have met so many, so many of you that are true, authentic believers that are really doing your best to serve the Lord. You love him. You may not be perfect, but you're doing everything that you can. And trust me, God sees that and he honors it. But there's also a lot of people that I've seen, and I'm just going to be completely transparent and blunt, that, that are not really who they appear to be behind the, behind the scenes. In fact, even in the Christian world. And so let me just tell you, don't compare yourself to these people. You know, when I was in Hollywood, here's another example. I used to hang out with, and I don't talk about this that much because I don't want to make it look like I'm bragging in any way. But I'm sharing this today because there's actually a good reason. But, you know, I used to know household name celebrities. I mean, I used to hang out with them. I was in Hollywood for years. And a lot of times, you know, in, in the public persona, these people look like they're so glamorous and their life is just so amazing. And that's true success. They've made it. They've made true success in this world. And then you get them behind the closed doors and they're just broken. They're broken. They're wounded. They're, they're not anything like what they look like on the public, you know, stage, on, on the world stage. See, that's what I'm trying to say. Satan wants you to compare. He wants you to feel like God's love isn't applied to you. Well, that's nonsense. Think of all the things God's got you through already. Think of all the things that he's taken you through. You think he's taking you this far to leave you now? Of course not. Do you think that he has a good plan for you? Absolutely. Is he holding back from blessing you? Well, if there's an area of sin or many areas of sin in your life, that could be a reason why you're not getting the breakthrough. And that's why I talk so often about consecration coming out from among them being holy it's not a set of rules it's going to set you up for success but but the bible is very clear god assures us do not fear for i'm with you do not be dismayed for i'm your god i will strengthen you i'll help you i'll uphold you with my righteous right hand in your situation that's what god wants to do right now he wants to uphold you with his righteous right hand. He wants to give you the strength. He wants to give you the comfort. He wants to fill your heart all the way. He wants to anoint you and use you for his glory. He wants to, he wants to do miraculous and powerful things in your life. And I just break over you right now the lies that either somebody said over you or something that you bought into that was a lie from the pit of hell. And yet you bought into it and you allowed it to hook in your life and your situation. Don't do that, friend. God has not forgotten you. Don't feel left out. He is with you. 
He's going to do something powerful in your life. We'll be right back. This is the Todd Coconato Show. All right, welcome back. This is the Todd Coconato Show. And we are talking about how God has not forgot about you. He's not leaving you out. He's not passed you over. God is with you, my friend. He promises to never leave you, to never forsake you. And I I want you to understand the amount of love that he has for you. It is so powerful. You know, God has a unique plan for each individual. Let's talk about that. He has a unique plan for each individual. You know, feeling left out can sometimes stem from a sense of not fitting into the world around us. However, as Christians, we're called to understand that God has a unique plan for each of us. In Jeremiah 29, 11, it says this, for I know the plans I have for you, get this, plans for you to prosper and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. But Todd, look at the world. Look at the world. How can that be? The world is going to hell in a hell handbasket. It's, 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 it's so wicked. It's so dark. There's persecution for believers. That it's getting worse and worse, even in the Western world. How, how can you say that God has plans for me to prosper me? Well, he does. See, we're inside in the world, but we're not of the world. It, the, everything that the world says, it's upside down and inside out to what God says. God is speaking words of life over you today. You're not done. See, we, we've been in this state of doom and gloom in the Christian community for so long. Everybody's just uh, purveying doom and gloom. Have we forgot what God has said? Have we forgot who it is that we serve? Have we forgot that we're on the winning team? Why is it that we're so down? Because we, we bought in to the lies from the pit of hell. And life and death are in the power of the tongue. And when we start speaking death over our situation, we're just expanding the plan of the enemy. But God has a plan for us. It doesn't matter what's going on in the economy. It doesn't matter who's in the White House. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. God wants you to be blessed. Why? So that you can bless others and that you can be about his business. He's not doing it so you can go and, you know, uh, live on your own fantasy world, you know, or your own dreams, your vain imaginations. That's not what I'm talking about. He wants to prosper you so that you can be about his business. He wants to prosper you so that you don't have to worry. He says, I take care of the birds of the air and the fish of the sea. How much more will I take care of you? He says, I own a cattle on a thousand hills. He says, nothing is impossible for me. Nothing. Everything is open to to being uh, just victorious in your life, no matter what's going on around you. There is is an open door for you right now to walk in, but you got to walk through it. You got to walk through it in faith. God hears every single prayer you're praying. I want to assure you of this, my friend. God hears every single prayer you're praying. And just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean he doesn't have a plan because he says it in his word and his word is true. And he is working things out in the, in the process right now that you're walking through. He's teaching you. He's equipping you. He's setting you up for success. He's anointing you. He's appointing you. He's giving you all the tools that you need to be successful. Well, Pastor Todd, I'm a single mom and I have no money. Yes, but you are a woman of God and God has called you by name. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but somebody just jumped in their seat. Yes, I'm talking to you. God has not forgotten you. God has a plan for your life. And listen, hold on. Keep praising him in the middle of the storm. Keep walking forward knowing that you are on the winning team because you serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the one and only true God. Oh, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. That that doesn't change, friend. That's not outdated. That is that is available right now. That's what's happening right now in your life. God has plans to prosper you. He's got plans to give you hope and a future. Stop with the doom and gloom. Stop living in that place. Let's talk about God's faithfulness in testing times. You know, during seasons of, of feeling left out, it's vital to remember that God remains faithful, even in our hour of the most challenging times, the most challenging moments. In 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18, the Apostle Paul encourages us with these words. He says this, he says, therefore, we do not lose heart, though out, outwardly we're wasting away, yet in, inwardly we're being renewed day by day. I'm going to read that again. This is so good. Somebody needs to get this right now. Apostle Paul, 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18 says this, Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Oh my gosh, did you get that? The word is living. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The word of God does not return back void. This is, gonna, this is feeding your soul right now. Will you marinate on this? Will you receive this word right now? Will you receive the anointing that's on this word right now that's literally a game changer in your life? Will you receive this word of the Lord today for you? Do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yes, but inwardly we're being renewed day by day. Inwardly we're being renewed day by day for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Even when we feel forgotten, God is actively working behind the scenes, using our struggles to bring about a greater purpose and eternal glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't feel left out. You're not small. You're not forgotten about. You're not passed over. The only Passover that's happened is the fact that the devil tried to destroy you, but God allowed that angel of death to pass over you. That's the only Passover that's happening. It's not a Passover where God has forgotten you or forsaken you or left you. God calls you by name. You are special to him. There is a purpose for your life. God has not forgotten you. He's, he's not, he's not going to leave you nor forsake you. He's with you even until the end of the age. You feel left out in situations. You've had to work so you couldn't go to this function or that function, or you couldn't be on this meeting or that meeting, or you couldn't travel when you wanted to go to this conference or that conference. You think God didn't know any of that? What I want to tell you today, because this is the absolute reality of our situation, is that God is available right where you are right now. You don't have to run to some revival meeting somewhere. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but what I'm saying is that that same thing that you're seeking, that you're looking for, it's available to you right now where you are. Receive it. Receive the love. Tear down the wall. You know, I remember um, Ronald Reagan In the 80s, I remember he said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. Remember that? If you were alive back then? Some of you are not not old enough to know that. But, you know, let me tell you something. When when he said those words, those those words rang around the world. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. He was talking about the former Soviet Union and the wall in Berlin and Germany. East, East, East Germany and West Germany is what he was talking about. 
And, and you know what? That wall came down. Why? Because life and death are in the power of the tongue. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. You know, feeling left out is a human experience that can cause distress and doubt. However, from a biblical Christian perspective, we find out the truth that God has not forgotten us. His love is unwavering. His presence is constant. His plans for our life are unique and purposeful. In moments of feeling left out, let us turn to God, seek his guidance, and trust that his faithfulness will shine through, bringing comfort and assurance to our souls. Do you feel the anointing today? Listen, on my best day of speaking, I can't make you feel anything, but I feel in this studio right now the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Because I believe that God is wanting to set us free. And we can't feel left out. We've got to stop comparing. Listen, can I be transparent for a few minutes here with you? I actually always am. But let me just tell you this. As a minister, as the Lord has expanded the territory of this ministry, I've had to deal with new challenges. You know, the scripture says he takes us from glory to glory. But there's new challenges where I find myself sometimes getting caught up in this or that. Because, you know, once you get a platform and it's like there's all these different people that are trying to pull you different directions and try to convince you why not to say what you're saying and do what you're doing and, you know, all these, all this pressure. It's an it's immense amount of pressure. In fact, it's caused me sometimes to have sleeping problems because I'm, so many thoughts are going through my, my mind. And that can, that can have a litany of other issues if you don't sleep good. Of course, the devil wants you to not sleep good because then you're not well rested and your mind is messed up. So we've, we've got to look at all these areas of assault that the enemy uses, all these different strategies and tactics and things that he's using. But I'm just going to tell you something, though. Anybody, no matter where you are in your situation, your career, your marriage, friendships, there's always this element of comparison and pressure. And sometimes as humans, it feels overwhelming. We start getting you know, anxiety and stressed out because that's what the, the devil wants us anxious and stressed out angry, feeling hurt and left out. We got a bad deal. You know how many people I meet that they feel like they got a bad deal because they compare their situation to everyone else. You didn't get a bad deal. You're just not walking in the full potential of who God made you to be if that's how you feel. If you're feeling angry, it's because you haven't received the love of Christ that's available to you right now. I'm not here to condemn you or judge you. There is therefore no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. I'm here to tell you that today the situation could change right now. Some of you are carrying on hurt, carrying hurt from past relationships that you've been in. And somebody did you dirty and they backstabbed you and they hurt you and they did something awful to you and you've been carrying that weight and burden. Stop. Lay it down. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Lay it down. Lay it down at the foot of the cross today. God doesn't want you carrying that weight and burden anymore. God doesn't want you having that bad self-image of yourself. Oh, Todd, you don't know what my dad used to say to me. He, he never was pleased. He was always angry with me. He, I never could, uh, you know, please him. Well, that's the approval of man syndrome. My mom, she was so rude. She was so mean. I, I, I never could, you know, uh, fulfill her, her desires for my life. And I just was always an underachiever. And so, you know, she's always let down. And that's just, I feel like I let everybody down. Stop it. Stop it. Those are, those are the approval of man syndrome is what I call it. The approval of man syndrome. Who are, we, who are we trying to please in this world? Are we trying to please man or are we trying to please God? Because if we're trying to please God, then it doesn't matter what man says. See, I, I've had to learn this because everybody has some opinion. Everybody has something that they want to say about you, about your situation. 
about who you are, what you did wrong. Oh, he, he did this or he did that or blah, 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 blah. You find me a perfect Christian. You're not going to find it. There is no perfect Christian. There's the redeemed Christian. There's the Christian that, that, that has the heart of God. That's who we want to be. All Christians are redeemed, but you know, you got to receive that redemption. You got to walk out that redemption in Jesus name. You got to receive his love. You got to receive his correction. You got to receive his, his heart for you and his calling for you. Can I talk the next couple minutes? I want to just talk about the power of words because it, it all works together here. If you can't receive God's love, you're speaking words of death over your situation and we're called to be the salt and the light. Our words hold tremendous power. I want you to understand this. They hold influence over us. It's crucial that we understand the significance of the words we speak because they have the ability to shape our lives and actions. They have the ability to impact our lives and reflect the true condition of our hearts. See, the world is watching our every move and our words can either build up or tear down. What are you speaking over yourself? What are you speaking over your situation, your marriage? your job, because that's going to affect you. If you're not receiving the love and you're in a place of bitterness and anger and frustration or one of the above, then, then you're going you're gonna to start speaking words that reflect the state of your heart. And this is going to just further your, your downfall. God wants to build you up, not, not cut you down. The devil wants to cut you down. And our words re- reflect the state of our hearts. You know, Jesus even said in the scripture in Matthew 12, 34, he said this, he said, our, uh, our words are a reflection of what resides in us. Out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth speaks. That's uh, Matthew 12, 34. You know, when, when we speak words of life and encouragement and love, it reveals a heart that is rooted in Christ. But conversely, when, when our words are filled with negativity and criticism and malice, it exposes a heart in need of transformation. All right, we'll be right back. This is the Todd Coconato Show. All right, welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show. We're talking about receiving God's love, why some of us have an issue with this. And then uh, what happens is we start speaking words of death because we don't have the love. We haven't received the love of Christ. So when, when you can't, when your heart's not full of the love of Christ, what happens is you start speaking from the abundance of your heart. And since you put walls up or you haven't been able to receive God's love, which is pure and perfect and, and the most purest, powerful form of love there is in this planet that's available to us. And if, we, if we're walled up or we don't know how to receive it, we're not going to be walking in the fullness of God. It, it's a very important thing because I think many of us haven't really thought about this. See, we wonder, why are we angry? Why are we bitter? Why are we comparing ourselves to others? Well, we haven't fully embraced God's love. That's the problem. Because if you're walking in the full love of Christ, you're going to be so full in your heart. You don't need the accolades of man. You don't need to have a major platform where everybody's you know patting you on the back. Or Listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. From being in Hollywood and being in the ministry, I can tell you this. That is not what it looks like, and it's not what it's cracked up to be. People think it's like so glamorous. It's a bunch of nonsense. It's a total lie. It's war- If you're walking in the true anointing of the Holy Spirit and you're, and you're making waves for the kingdom of God. In other words, you're out there speaking truth. Trust me, there's going to be warfare a tremendous amount and you're going to be put through the refiner's fire so much that by the time you get that platform or whatever it is, you're so, uh, you know, broken in a good way that you're not, you're not going to be 
prideful because you know that there's only by the grace of God that you even got there. Now, if you raised yourself up and you're walking in talent and not the anointing, and you, you built a kingdom instead of the kingdom, that's not going to be the fruit then because you didn't walk through the refiner's fire, or even if you did, for some reason, you didn't receive what God had for you, and so you built your own kingdom, that's going to look much different. And that's why you got these angry people out there that are ministers, that are out there saying things that are rude and mean-spirited, and they're hurting people. And that's because, I'm going to tell you right why, it's because they haven't fully received the love of Christ in their own walk. They have a love issue. And so they're speaking. So I want you to understand the direct plumb line, the direct relation. If you don't receive God's love and then anger and bitterness starts dwelling in your heart instead of God's love, because something has to fill the void of God's love. If you're not receiving God's love, something else is going to fill that void. And so that what happens is it's anger, it's comparison, it's bitterness. It's feeling like you're left, you've been left out. And so what happens? Well, there's not an anointing because the anointing is going to only come when you receive God's love. That's the major aspect of who God is. That's God is love. So if you've received God, you got to receive his love. What we're doing today is we're tearing down the walls of lies and, and, and the, you know, the walls that you've built because of past hurt or something that somebody said or somebody burned you, we're tearing down those walls today in the name of Jesus. You're not going to have those walls. And so once the love comes in and fills your heart, the other stuff has to go. And then you're not going to speak words over your own life that are going to be negative words that are going to hurt you because life and death are in the power of the tongue. So let's go through this again. Uh, words have created power, by the way. In the book of Genesis, we read that God spoke the universe into existence. He declared, let there be light. And there was light. As God's image bearers, we possess a similar ability to shape our reality through our words. Proverbs 18.21 states, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Our words have the potential to breathe life into others, offering hope, healing, and inspiration. When we choose our words carefully, guided by God's wisdom, we participate in his redemptive work. And then our words impact others. What do you mean, Todd? Our words hold the power to impact those around us in profound ways. Yes. Even the the most purest-hearted Christian is still going to once in a while say things that hurt others with their words. Every one of us listening to this has hurt somebody with our words at some point. Where is that coming from? What's the root of it? Well, here's the root of it. Let me explain. The root of it is because you haven't fully received God's love because of something that's been holding you back. That's what I want to tear down today in your life. It's not me. I can't tear it down. It's the Lord, the Holy Spirit. I have no power to do that, but by the power of the Holy Spirit, I'm declaring and decreeing that the walls are going to come down. Tear down that wall. Tear down that wall. Let God's love pour in. And as you do that, you're going to exude God's love out because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Are you hearing this? Stop comparing. Stop allowing others' words to shape and mold you. Stop people-pleasing. Stop thinking you're small, you're insignificant. Stop being an insecure Christian. Insecure Christian is a hyperbole. It shouldn't even be. No Christian should be insecure because we walk in the fullness of what God has for us if we're walking in his perfect will. We encounter people every day who may be hurting, discouraged, or searching for meaning. And a timely word of encouragement, kindness, and affirmation will bring comfort, ignite hope, and point others toward the love of Christ. Our words can serve as a catalyst for positive change and transformation, enabling us to be agents of God's grace in a broken world. 
And let me tell you something about this. Words shape our actions. The words that we speak not only influence others, but shape our own actions. In Proverbs 16, 24, it reminds us that gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health of the body. When we speak life-giving words, we cultivate an environment of love, unity, and peace. Our words can inspire us to act with compassion, forgiveness, and generosity. By constantly speaking life, we align our actions with the values of the kingdom of God. Let me just say this, as followers of Christ, we must recognize the weight of our words and impact that they have on a watching world. Our tongues can either be a source of life or destruction. Let us therefore choose to speak words of life that reflect the love of Christ dwelling within us. By doing so, we not only honor God, but we become vessels of his grace and his mercy. And in a world that's longing for truth and authenticity, let our words be a beacon of hope, guiding others towards the transformative, the transformative power of the gospel. I'm, wor- I'm working on this myself, by the way. I'm working on this myself because I got to do better at speaking words of life. I can't get caught up in what the world's trying to do. It's trying to pull me down. So let's just summarize what we've talked about today. And then we're going to get into prayer for you. Because I believe that something has clicked in many, many people listening to this broadcast today. You're so worried about what's going on in the world, you've gotten caught up in the doom and gloom. You're not receiving the fullness of God's love. Instead, you're receiving the plan of the enemy because he's putting out a bunch of bad content. Let's just be real. The devil is putting out content. Oh yeah, the devil's a content creator. And everything that he's putting out is negative, is bad, is demonic, it's from the pit of hell, it's a lie. And he wants us to believe that that's our reality. But when we walk in the John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that who shall ever receive him shall not perish but have life everlasting. Hallelujah. Whoever receives the Lord will not perish. Do you hear that today? You're not gonna perish. You're not gonna die. Even if we die in this world, we're gonna live eternally with Christ, ruling and reigning in in our heavenly bodies. We've got good news. The gospel is good news. Stop comparing to your neighbor, to your friend, to that person on Facebook that you think's got such a great life. Don't let jealousy take root. Envy. Those are, those are all rooted in pride because you think that you deserve something so great. Well, listen, you do. You deserve God's love. But the things of this world are passing away. God, if he's not answering a specific prayer, it's protection over you or it's not the right time. But keep praying. It says the faithful, fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman, by the way, you know, it's going to give you a lot. The faithful, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. The faithful, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Keep praying. It says pray without ceasing. Don't blame God for bad things that have happened. God is good. If something bad happened, it's the devil. God is good. But here's the thing about it, okay? What was meant for evil is going to be turned around for good. Nothing you've been through will be wasted. You are more than a conqueror in Christ. So let's just pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for today's broadcast. And I pray that whoever's listening right now, that they'd be set free today fully, completely. They'd be all in for you, Lord God. And that they would receive your love Your love is the only thing that's going to fill that void, Lord. But once we receive it, we're going to speak words of life. We're going to walk in the joy, the peace that passes understanding. We're going to be fulfilled and walk out our calling. And Lord, you're going to give this person favor and blessing as they do this in their life. 
You're going to open doors that only you can open. You're going to protect them. You're going to watch over them. You are with them, Lord. You've heard their prayers. I pray they'd have just a fullness in their heart today. They'd leave refreshed and recharged and strengthened in their faith today, knowing that your plans are good, knowing that your promise is yes and amen, hope in the future. Thank you for your promises. Just declare that over yourself right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the promises that you've given me. Thank you for the victory that you've given me. Thank you that, Lord God, I have new life in you, that the old has passed away, and I will not be conformed to the things of this world, but I am transformed by the renewing of our mind. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Receive it right now. Just receive it. Breakthrough in the name of Jesus. I am not ashamed of the gospel. I'm going to take a stand in this world. I am not going to grow weary in doing good. I just thank you so much for tuning in today. I I really believe the Lord did something on today's broadcast. I felt it here very strong. Receive his love. PastorTodd.org. PastorTodd.org. We got a new book out. Visit the website. We love you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Hey, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. Today's broadcast is brought to you by the faithful partners of this ministry. We literally could not do this without you. So I'm just thankful. Thankful for you. Thank you for your heart to give. Thank you for your heart to support. We love you and we appreciate you tremendously. God is good. May he bless you back tenfold, pressed down, shaken together and running over. You can go to pastortodd.org, pastortodd.org to become a monthly partner. God bless you.